Hi there, it's Kathleen here, and welcome to The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. You can access more information about me, my newspaper articles, upcoming events, contact me, or purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, on my website at www.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. This podcast is now in 28 countries, and people have donated so that you can listen free. Will you consider paying it forward for someone else by giving a one-time or monthly gift? Simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the like or follow, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. Enjoy the podcast. Well, hello, friends. It's Kathleen, and I'm excited that you have taken time out of your busy, busy day to join me for this short podcast. And I want to address just um, those that are might be joining us for the very first time. I am an ordinary woman, and I feel like I get to live an extraordinary life of just walking with Jesus and holding His hand and looking to Him each and every day for whatever I need. Um, but welcome to the podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. Today, I want to talk about seven tips for managing grief during the holidays. Um, you know, for many, the holidays are joyous, and there's a lot going on, but also for so many other people, at this time of year, there's so many memories that are tied to perhaps our past, especially if you've lost a loved one or if you've gone through a huge change or disappointment and you're trying to navigate that, um, grief can surface during the holiday season. And if you haven't listened to me before, um, the one thing I do know is God heals broken hearts. And there are just many different types of grief that I've been through in my own life from being widowed at 49 and then shortly after that losing my mom and dad and watching those declines as well as losing a baby and just other other griefs in life. Today I just want to give you just seven tips to help you if you're in this place and your heart is hurting during the holidays and uh, painful or difficult memories are coming to life. Um, I think holidays can be stressful for anyone, but particularly challenging for those that have lost a loved one. And I speak from experience, I told you a little bit about that, but here are some ways that helped me navigate through the painful holidays and brought healing and wholeness to my heart. So tip number one, embrace the pain. Now I know that doesn't sound like very much fun, but what happens is during the holidays, holiday memories can bring up grief and emotions that we've kind of swept under the carpet during the year. And these memories can be painful, but let me encourage you to embrace the pain. Um, embracing the pain instead of denying it means that we're honest with ourselves and it can help us to begin to move forward. We live in a society where people don't want to admit their heart hurts and appear to have it all together. 
And I have found that, you know, the great pain in honesty, that when I'm honest with my feelings, okay, man, that, that stung, that hurt, that Jesus meets me right there because he loves to bind up broken hearts. And so if a holiday memory triggers and, you know, the tears start to roll, let them roll. You know, crying, I think, sometimes is the price of love. When you've had a great love and you've lost it, grief is just part of that process. And Jesus understands. He cried when Lazarus died. And in John eleven thirty five, he promises to heal us of our pain. And in Psalm 147, 3, it says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So I just want to comfort you with the Lord knows that your heart hurts. So just be honest with Him and tell Him, Lord, this still hurts and I need you to be my healer. And know that God is so near and dear. He's, you're so dear to Him and He's near to the brokenhearted. So tip number two is remember you're never alone. Grief can make us feel lonely. It can make us feel like an outcast. And in my dark days of grief, the you know, the Christmas season was difficult because I just didn't feel like celebrating. And, you know, the man that I had spent the majority of my holidays with all of my life, the person who made them fun and special was gone. And that year... Um, in the years that have followed, about all I could celebrate for a while was that God was with me. You know, Emmanuel, this is, in, in the Bible, it tells us that God sent Emmanuel, which means God with us. And that means that we're never alone. Sometimes we're just not aware. And so I know that just even as I would walk around and have to do my job and have to walk through the malls or through the grocery store and see all the holiday joy and things sometimes just reaching out and saying okay Lord I just I'm here I need you to hold my hand as I walk through this but remember that you're not alone and our feelings can lie to us um, they can make us feel like nobody cares we're never gonna get over this and that's just not true when you walk with the Lord and you turn to him for healing. I know that he brings that. And it tells us in Matthew 1, 23, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So one thing you can celebrate this holiday season and thank God for is that you're never alone. And maybe you just haven't been aware how close the Lord is. So I ask that God make you aware of his presence. I ask that you turn to him when, um, when it's hard, when you feel like you might not be able to go on. So tip number three is rest. The holidays are challenging when you're grieving because you're just exhausted. The emotional energy you're spending uh, makes you exhausted and emotional pain wears you out. So be kind to yourself and allow yourself to rest. Sometimes I had to ground myself because I just couldn't move at the same pace I normally did. And one thing I have learned in life is that rest is a weapon. 
and I had to use it to in order to be just the best version of myself. So remember, you just may not be able to do things that you did and go at the pace that you did previously if you're just wrestling with, with grief during the holidays. Number four, create new memories. Um, when we lose someone we love, and one of the best pieces of advice that anybody gave me was that normal as I knew it was gone. And so when you lose someone you, that you love, you have to kind of create a new normal. And when I first heard that normal as I knew it was gone, it was a hard pill for me to swallow. It wasn't what I wanted to hear. But a dear friend and mentor told me that, and I'm forever grateful because it helped me find a new normal. And I know the first year after my husband was gone, my kids didn't want to come home for Christmas. And that was, that was difficult for me because I'd always made my home just a place of, of fun and refuge and, and, and things. But home was painful because dad was gone. And so we had to make a new plan. So that year we went out of town. We actually went out of the country to Cabo San Lucas and we created a new memory. And, you know, the next year we were at home, but that first year we had to just create some new memories as a new family unit. So create new memories. Do something that you've never done before this holiday season. And just celebrate in, um, in a new way. So creating new memories. Tip number five, celebrate in a new way is tip number five and I would just say on Christmas Christmas Eve whatever is, is special to you um, honor the person that you've lost and this can be done by yourself maybe allow get up a little early and have a little quiet time and some time to yourself that day to honor the one that you you've lost to process you maybe your pain a little bit but allow some private time or you may want to do something you know as creating a new memory put an ornament on the tree or everybody go around and tell just one of your favorite memories of the person that you've lost but celebrate in a different way you can celebrate their life honor that um, and sometimes that can be that can be helpful. I remember getting up early one morning um, on Christmas and just writing a letter to my late husband and telling him all that was on my heart. And another day on Father's Day after losing my dad, um, I wrote in my journal and just wrote like I would talk to him if I were having coffee with him or if he were right here. So sometimes our way of honoring or celebrating can be a private thing so tip number six initiate connection and make a plan this is so important um, I remember my first Christmas Eve without my husband I didn't have any plans and we had usually you know we had gone and done things together as couples and I wasn't a couple anymore and I began to get just anxious as New Year's was approaching and I didn't have plans and I felt lost and insecure but a few days before, I thought, okay, I need to get a plan. So I called, called some friends and invited them over to my house. And 
I couldn't, you can't just wait for people to invite you and include you. Sometimes we have to step out of our comfort zone and make a new plan. And somehow having a plan just made my heart feel more secure. So initiate, reach out to people, maybe go to a restaurant, make it easy on yourself um, or let it, you know, everybody bring something. But sometimes we have to initiate because people get caught up in their own world and they forget where our heart's at. So tip number seven, diffuse the awkwardness. When I was with friends or family during the holidays and would break down and cry, I learned to just simply let the tears roll. And if that happened and I was in the group or whatever, sometimes I would just turn and say, I just need a moment. I just need a moment to cry. And often our friends or our family can feel more uncomfortable actually than we are when we cry. So helping them be at ease with our pain diffuses the awkwardness. And um, so diffuse the awkwardness. It's okay to say, oh gosh, I just need a moment. I just need a moment to cry and let those tears roll. And then you may want to excuse yourself. Say, just give me a minute by myself, but help them feel at ease, even in the midst of your own pain. Um, I wish I could take your pain away during this holiday season, but what I want to do is just pray for God to touch your tender heart and bring healing. Jesus came to bring us hope and to bind up the brokenhearted. And so I just, I just pray that Emmanuel himself, God with us, would be so real to you this holiday this holiday season. And let me encourage you, if you haven't picked up a copy of my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, it's about how to overcome and disappointments, change and loss. It's available on Amazon, um, or you can get an autographed copy from me at shop.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. Might be a great gift for a loved one too. But let me just pray for you right now. Lord, I just thank you for Emmanuel, Lord, that we don't walk alone, that you sent Jesus, you sent the Holy Spirit, you sent Emmanuel, which means God with us. So I pray for each and every heart that's grieving, that's struggling right now, that maybe this is their last Christmas with a loved one, whatever they're going through, Lord. I just pray the comfort of your Holy Spirit wrap around each and every listener right now. And Father, I ask that you bring some of these tips to their remembrance, Lord. Bring to their remembrance what they need. Um, meet their every need. And I thank you, Lord, so much that you bind up the brokenhearted and that you're near to the brokenhearted. So give each listener an awareness of this. Be their comfort, be their strength, be their joy, and help them navigate the waters, Lord, that they don't really want to be in right now. Just pour out your Holy Spirit and your comfort in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks again for listening today. And um, I love hearing from my listeners. So you can give me a shout at Kathleen Maxwell one at gmail.com.